I'm going to. I'm no, going to tell you, you exactly don't get what to I'm going to tell me. Yes, what we're because off the this show is with. how this goes. Okay. How does it go? I read the questions. Why don't you tell you me. You fucking how it listen, goes. and then you answer. That's how it goes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a question for you. What? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where'd you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Seriously. You ever think about that once in a while? This is how we're going to start this. You ever think about that? Great. Welcome to our podcast. 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 This is Mike Falzone. This sure is. And I'm Zoya, a.k.a. Coffee Girl. Mike's trying to play music with the background, but it's not really working. Nope. Okay. I think I fell into a groove. Just really sounds like you're banging on something. How about that one? I'm sure, I'm sure our fans love you right now. Our podcast. Hi. You're welcome for that. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for asking. Thank you for caring. Uh-huh. Thank you for pretending that you didn't know before you cared. Right. How are you? I'm great. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, we were having a conversation at work the other day about. We sure were. How, Wait, I wasn't included. Right. So. I'll just listen to this one. I'll take a back seat. All right. Anyway. Nobody puts baby <clears throat> in corner. Shut Keep up. that in mind. So, we were talking about how whenever you ask someone, hey, how are you doing? It's always good. It's never great. It's never fine. It's never, you know, unless it's like. You know, your mom, everything sucks, you know? You tell your mom everything sucks? Well, when I was missing her all the time, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I still miss my mom. I don't say don't good every wrong. time, I don't think. People well, are like, I mean, hey, I- what's going on? I'll be like, oh, you know, depending on what day it is. Wow, that's like, kind of yeah. douchey. I'm like, you know, Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, I'll say something like that because I'm trying to be great. Trying to be great. Yeah. So we haven't done this in a while at this time of night. Done what? Podcast. Yeah. That's amazing that your brand new Rode NT USB, Uh USB compression (laughs) compression microphone has a pop filter built into it and you still... It's like your your peas find a way over the pop filter, and they're like ass- assassinating from the sides. Are you like Game of it, Thrones? Is it hurting you? No, I'm just that happened. Holy shit, that's on tonight. Oh f! I just effed my pants. <laughs> really? <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. what you just said about the Game of Thrones made me. <laughs> <laughs> It made me f my pants. Wow! Yeah, that's really great. For the first Can time. you tell me how one goes about effing his pants? Well, first uh-huh. you get a healthy love for Game of Thrones. On. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you forget all about when the new episodes drop, and then somebody tells you one drops. Uh huh. And you f your pants. And you f your pants. All right. <laughs> Can you tell me how does that actually happen? Like the act of effing your pants. Can't hear it. 
You have to figure out a way to get that to come through the microphone. It's coming through right now. Nope, not really. Dude, I don't know what's happening with this thing. I th- I don't know. Okay. I don't know what I've done. All right. So tell me a little bit more about your week. Tell you were talking us. about a conversation that you had. Yeah, about more. how people say good and fine, whatever. Yeah. I think people need to be more honest when somebody asks. I don't think that. <laughs> I don't think that Why? because I it don't. It makes for an interesting conversation. Yeah, but you don't want to have that conversation with everyone walking down the street. And, hey, you know? Boop you don't. Head. I don't want to have that conversation with people who I just kind of like. Okay. Could you imagine? Yeah, I can. I can. And I, it sucks. I get it all the time. Yeah, but you are like you're hairdressing people. Right. They're sitting down. They're kind of trapped because uh, you're holding blades to them. Not really. Not hmm. always. Sometimes kind it's of, color. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not going to leave with your hair half colored, Seth Rollins or Coelho Deville right now. Yeah. Do you think Coelho Deville is Seth Rollins' mother? Maybe his stepmother yeah. that she took under his wing. How did she take herself under his wing? She His wings were so small. He took She took him under her wing. Yeah. Maybe she taught him all of his evil. He was the 102nd Dalmatian. I can't Dalmatian. believe he did that. Spoiler alert, no one watches wrestling. Everybody watches wrestling. I, in my perfect in world, my everyone world. who listens to the... <laughs> Most people that listen to this, I think, watch. I don't think so. Can what? you let us know you don't, on what? Twitter, at Mike Valzoon, at WW Coffee Girl. Let us know if you watch wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make it sound like a contest giveaway, even if we don't have any prizes. I was just sleeping five minutes ago. Yeah, he was. I made him coffee and I made his ass wake up. Legit, though, I was sleeping nine minutes ago. Yeah. Can we also talk about, speaking of coffee. Yeah. uh, Yesterday morning. Was it yesterday or was it today? Today, I think it was. I don't know what you're saying, dog. I broke my coffee mug that my client made me and it had pictures. Yeah, that was uh, real depressing. When that went down, I was so upset. As you should, as you should have been. That it was a very sad thing to have happened. I texted her this morning as I was leaving the house. Did she say, "Well, that was it"? She said, "Well, that's all you're getting." Well, she had two kids before I left, and then she got pregnant right before I left. Right. That was nice. That was a a baby. Daniel was born. Going away gift. Yeah. Yeah. And I only had pictures of like me and the kids on the mugs the first two when we went home in april i took pictures with daniel when they came to my mom's to get their hair done yeah so i texted her i was like saddest day ever i broke my mug you know she's like we'll get you a new you ready for this huh if you hadn't broken that mug would you have called her this week Probably not. Probably not. I do check up on her though a lot. I really like her. Yeah, I've but done just her... let me make a point. Okay. Well, please, she's been my client nice for like point. twelve years, so yeah, I understand that. I but would, here's the thing: I'm you know, making a very, very nice point. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play did some her hair nice for music her wedding. I cut I'm, her while kids' I'm making hair. This point. 
do her okay, grandmother's hair did. Nope, that's too much. Okay, so what happened is you went ahead and I... Shit, I forgot to hold on. Let's just stop right there because you can't even get it out. I'm trying anyway, to... Anyway... I'm trying to make a happy story as, happen. And you broke the mug, right? Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, you had an excuse to call your friend from home. And you may not have done that otherwise. You know what? Right? You're absolutely right. Mark Calzone, you did great. Yeah. 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 That's great. Thank you. That's the new segment called Soft Nice Music While Saying Vaguely Positive Things. Awesome. Silver Lining. But that's truthfully, though. Yeah, yeah. You would not have called You're that right. sweet family if you had not broken that mug. You are right. Blessing in disguise. Yeah. Silver oh, Lining's playbook. <laughs> so we went to a concert this week. We certainly did. We went, on, we went on a couple dates this week. It was really, really nice. We certainly did with each other. We had a wonderful dinner on Wednesday night. Yeah. I just, for once, I wanted a week to go by where I took you on the best dates. So you would have no excuse to see all these other guys on the side. Right. Or take I, you out on your best dates, on the best dates you've ever been on. You've, what? <laughs> you, <laughs> I like how I you, read the you face and you're like, what? <laughs> I wanted to make a noise to accompany the face that you made. Um, you don't take me out on dates. I was, just, I was just kidding. I was just making conversation. You know what? You better you know treat they, me with you know that good, good call, love. You know what they you call that? They call that, that improv. Good, good. Okay? I'm trying to in, improv, improvise. Im- fucking shit. I'm going to let you finish. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. All right. So, yeah, we went to a concert this week. Tune Yards. Yeah. We went to the Tune Yards at the Fonda Theater. Used to be the Music Bowks. Yeah. It's no longer the Music Bowks. Now it's the Fonda Theater. It's right next to the Capitol Records down there in Hollywood. Hey, ho, this is my old school radio. Oh, <laughs> Whenever I talk about places in Hollywood, I feel like a <laughs> old school disc jockey. Down like, there uh, in Hollywood, Capitol Records, this is what's popping down what there. What was his name? He always Hollywood Boulevard. Go check out the stars. What was Everyone's his name? out tonight. Come on, he was on like sun- that Sunday. Sounds like Matty Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's out tonight. What is that bar? The Cacklin Fish. <laughs> I don't remember what the bar was. I don't either. Which margarita? Down at Martini Night. Down here at the no, Cacklin Fish. <laughs> that was so good. I, I butchered my favorite joke on that show. Well, who? What were you just talking about? I lost it. I was doing oh, the voice. Who was the guy that did like the top 100? Casey Kasem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like Casey Kasem. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. <laughs> Welcome back. This is song number. This is the obnoxiously long countdown with Casey Kasem. Yeah. 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 We've, so anyway, we're on the we third day see- of the countdown. We're on 50 died. Out of 150, yeah. <laughs> they were long countdowns. Yeah. Endurance countdowns. So we went and saw Tune Yards. Yeah. And Sullivan Esso, I want to say. Yeah. Um, 
Sullivan or Sylvan? Sylvan. Sylvan, S-O? S-Y-L-V-A-N. And their new record is my recommendation, even though it's not on uh, vinyl, I don't think. I think it's just called S-E, I think. I don't know. Sylvan S-O. It's the only record they have now, I think. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, they were wonderful. It's just two people. It's a guy and a girl. She and fucking rocked out. So awesome. Yeah. Dancing so tough. Both so of them. hard. Yeah. They were dancing like they were slow motion Power Rangers fighting the putties. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. But so smooth, though. Pretty good. They were it's doing it so smooth analogy. because their bass was so deep. You know? So deep. Yeah. So deep. Yeah. And then the tune yards, the tune yard, just tune yards came out. And they and fucking great. rocked out. It's kind of hard to explain what they are. They're kind of like African drum influenced, uh, female fronted indie pop electronic electronic. Uh, yeah, like it's very cool. Stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. It it is very cool. Go listen that venue to, uh, was very cool too, though. Go listen to Tune Yards. Uh, the song "Real Thing," uh-huh. okay, Mother F's, and then go to Sylvan Esso and listen to "Hey Mommy" or "Coffee." Yeah, yeah. Recommendations yeah. by Hold on by Byron Mike Byron Zoya. Recommendations by Mike. That's the new one. So that happened. Yeah. So this morning I, I I was at work and um This is all true so far. I see this woman walking her dog and I'm sitting there sipping on my coffee, staring out the front window, just talking to coworkers, listening to what's going on, buzz of the day, the morning, you know. I feel like I'm there with you. And I'm watching this woman walk her little little puppy. Yeah. And Everyone here are small dogs. She stops, and the dog gets caught in the leash. All right? Yeah. The woman, not paying it really much attention to the dog, just starts walking and doesn't realize <laughs> that the dog is caught in the leash. Why do people not pay attention to that? Like, And then the dog had to like jump out of being caught in the leash. Yeah. So I'm like feeling all bad for this puppy, and he's all like... And like trying to like keep up with her. Yeah, like a shitty yo-yo. I see that shit all the time. What dogs always getting caught up? Yeah, and their owners just like fucking ripping at their leash. What if somebody did that to a human? What the human would say something. Which hey human? man, wait. In this case, yeah, the human being dragged by the leash would say something. Yeah. That conversation would start way before they got caught up in the leash. That conversation starts I'm when you put a leash on another human being. I'd be all like, "Why are you putting a leash on me, man? I'm a dude. Don't do that." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, I hear what you're saying. like whenever I don't know, man, I go back and forth. I get real weirded out when people are mean to like their pets or their kids for a second. Not even mean. You just have that like negative stern. reaction mm. to the a stern reaction is mm-hmm. a good way to put it. And uh I'm always wondering like 
are they just shitty all the time or did I catch them? Like is the kid or is the pet shitty and you always have to deal with the shittiness? I think you can tell like for real if someone's shitty all the time or if it's just that moment that they're like, stop it. Yeah. You know? When you – you know how you could tell when you sit next to them at a diner? Oh, my God. Yeah. I uh, I have a lot of friends that stand me up at diners. That's, I have, I have That's a lot real? of good friends that, that meet me at diners, and we have lovely meals and conversation. But I have a lot of friends that stand me up as well. Who so, stood you up? Uh, remember when James stood me up? You remember? Yeah, before remember. He, he went and got engaged yeah. to his lovely fiance. Congratulations, James. Uh, uh Bassmaster Face Fukier James. Um, so I was at the diner there, just uh-huh. waiting, and I was sitting next to some parents. And I don't know, the kid was like throwing a toy all over the it all over the diner, being and the toy was. I mean, he was being a kid, yeah. and it was just the sounds that were coming out were annoying because right. the the parents were like. Yelling, but they didn't want to yell like you would yell when you're alone. They yelled like you would yell when you're in front of a bunch of strangers. And they're like, now what did we say? Like knowing full well that you didn't establish a word or things that you say with the kid before this particular scenario. The kid's like two. Mm-hmm. So they're like kind of reprimanding the kid, but kind of not really. And then there's just annoying plastic hitting tables and floors. Over and over again. And I was annoyed by the sound for sure. But the whole time I was like, I don't know how I would react if my kid just likes to throw things in public. Did they say something to him or was it? Yeah, but they didn't say anything like bad. They just said stuff. Hey, Johnny. You know what weirds me out? And I don't know that I'm going to do any different. So I can't say that I'm better. But when kids like – when parents talk – to kids that are getting in trouble like way beyond their years like when the kid is two and the parents are talking like saying i told you not to do that or like we established that (laughs) it's like the kid doesn't remember right i don't know i don't know maybe that's what they tell you to do in the baby books i don't know anything i don't know either yeah. I can't answer that. Can barely me. keep a, that's, a full that's roll aunt. of toilet paper in this house. My aunt does that to her kids. She would do <laughs> – my aunt uh, – yeah, she does that to her kids. What? I feel like she did that like – now, didn't I tell you that the repercussion of this yeah. is this? <laughs> sure. Now, if you keep doing that, we're going down a slippery slope now. <laughs> you know, like you know? One and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> so, Great. tattoos? Tattoos. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of friends coming to stay with us right now. And a Stratford. And a dog. Uh, half superhero, half dog. Uh, from the Forest to Shore Gallery in Stratford. Connecticut. I don't know if they would want to be on the show, so I'd figure if they do, we'll like bank an episode with them. Yeah. And I highly doubt they're going to want to do that tonight, though. 
No, probably not. You can do it tomorrow. Dude, you stick a microphone in someone's face and you're like, you're fucking... You fucking do this right do now. Do this. You talk into this microphone. You right You there. make it sound right silky here. sweet. You, you give some blue advice. Light, you talk right into it. Yeah, you spit blue on it if you want. Yeah. Then what? Don't spit on it. Please though, don't spit on it. Because expensive and we need them. Really, please don't. For the future. I'd don't. rather you back up off the mic don't. so you don't spit on it at please all. Please don't spit sorry on it. sorry you even put that idea in your head. I'm going to have to smell it. So they're coming... Thank you. Hang out at the house. Thanks for coming. And they've been um, yeah. tattooing at this tattoo convention in Long Beach. California. Excuse me. My friend George, uh, who runs this establishment, is kind of crazy. He's kind of one of the craziest people I know. And he's very – when he puts his mind to something, he does it. Um and he wanted to buy a van. He kind of wants to live in a van. Yeah. Following a trend that many of our friends want to do that, Zach Clark. Yeah. And they just want a van. And they just want to live out on the open road. But, There's uh, actually been a blue van outside that, I, that I've been tempted to call Zach about. Definitely don't um, – we shouldn't tell anybody to buy that because it looks like it's made of sickness. Okay. It doesn't look great. It, you know what it looks like? You know Tetris, the long piece? looks yeah. like one of those but rusted out <laughs> a little bit. The medium blue piece? Yeah. <laughs> so the there's three to two artists coming to two. and uh, they're, they're good friends of mine and I'm happy to have them here. And I wanted I'm glad to, that they're just your friends. They're only mine. And I wanted to talk about tattooing just in case they didn't want to do an episode where right. I would talk to them about tattooing. Right. I'd like to talk, to talk to you about it. Because people uh, – once in a while I'll see like a news article going around online about somebody who's like 50 and like a little bit out of touch with our generation will say a broad thing like – Women shouldn't have tattoos on their arms. Or wah, like, wah. What what are you know you're gonna do when you're older and you have these tattoos? And mm-hmm. I uh, I always thought like if you were gonna get, where are you going? Oh, Why are you always leaving? I'm right here. <sighs> you're gonna get it. I always thought that if you were gonna get a tattoo, then you would have the presence of mind to like accept a lot of stuff beforehand. And not only that, but with everything that I have tattooed, it's it's um, something that I'm not going to grow. They're all based in ideas and, and things that I'm, I don't see myself growing out of, you know? Right. Like family-related stuff or right. like just things and imagery that you – that you like and are kind of ingrained in you somehow. That's why it's a long thought process for the most part when you get a tattoo. And I, I don't think that people uh, acknowledge – people who are like anti-tattoo don't acknowledge the thought process. They all think I, – I feel like everyone who's anti-tattoo thinks we all just like get drunk and get yeah. butterflies. and Tram stamps. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of things that I've been seeing because you said like you've seen on Facebook that there is – that's really rude. I was letting the beat drop. Hey, can we do a thing? 
you're about to talk. Whenever you're about to make like a good point, let me know and I'll drop the I'll do the drop. What's and the cue? You just <laughs> fucking it's an audio thing. You just point at me and I'll do it. <laughs> okay. So I needed a cue. So like you were saying on uh you see these things on Facebook. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that are showing their tattoos when they're 50 and 60 and 80 and just these old women and these old men with their shirts off. And oh. you ruined it. I know. I know I did. You ruined it. So uh, there are old but people. But yeah, there's, there, are, um, there are a lot of people that. And how do they look? They look like old people with tattoos. Is that positive or negative? It's not. A, I'm not mad at it. There are some p- older people that do understand what the tattoos are and what the tattoos are. Do you, okay. Because <laughs> like, you're just staring at me. I like, was uh, <laughs> like, I don't know what the I'm trying to figure about. out the old people with tattoos. Did they look good? Did they look like some look good? Some that's took like, care of that's themselves. Everyone's big. But then some some of them got saggy, and that's the chance that you are taking. Yeah, a tattoo isn't just something that's going to fade after a couple of years. The ink fades out a little bit, but it's always there. Yeah, you know, it's there forever, and you run the risk of having wrinkly old tattoos one day. Right, and if you lived a good life, you're welcome. But I. Yeah. And good for you. Sure. Yeah. If you're yeah. gonna get something, but I feel don't like be... you can. I've I've seen it. You know, look good too. Like it doesn't yeah. mean you know you're gonna get old and right. your, your shit's I, all gonna look bad. No, not all of it does look bad. Right. There's some fucking seventy year olds that walk into the salon, and I'm like, they gotta be fifty years. There's some seventy-year-olds that walk into the salon. You're that like, look they like they're 50. fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. And their tattoos. People are, are taking cleaning. so much better care of themselves now. It's all the avocados and water from no, Fiji. It's just start wearing wrinkle cream, ladies. Yeah, ladies. It works wonders. I think the idea is the same. That like, if you could point to a tattoo when you're seventy and like still sell, still tell somebody the meaning behind it and been like, you know, it looks like this now, but this is why I got it and whatever, then, uh, still worth it. Yeah. It is worth (laughs) it. I don't think, I I think that tattoos are so like looked down upon like all this stuff, but I thought it was a lot less. And then once in a while you see one of these things pop up. It's not people still stare. See people, even some of some of the people that come into the salon. Now, I work with a lot of people that have like full sleeves and yeah. you know, neck tattoos and leg tattoos and of course the girls wear, you know, skirts and shorts and whatever. Pupil tats. Yeah. And you can tell like some of the older people are like ill, you know. Yeah. But Is that true? It is. All right. It is very true. What do you think? You flaunt your your tattoos, girl? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. The ones that are flauntable. People ever give you shit, ever? No one's ever given me shit about my tattoo. No one's ever given... My mom's given me shit. She has a tattoo. Yeah, but she's my mom. 
Okay. She has a tattoo. She, that's a funny story. My mom got a tattoo. It was Indian ink when she was like six years old. What? What? My mom's first tattoo. Yeah. Was when she was like six years old and it was a cross that I believe if I remember this story correctly, that her sister gave her. Oh man, her sister back gave in the her, old like, country. Prison tattoo. Yeah. Great. And um my mom for years just had the simple it was just two lines. Yeah. And after a while she like it started to get like faded and it turned like green and that blue green old tattoo mm-hmm. look. And she was like, I don't want to get rid of it. She's like, but I want to keep it, but maybe put something else around it. So I had my friend Chris Fernalis at Shelton Tattoo put another cross right over it. And she didn't have to get rid of it. Double crosses. That's a real story. Super holy. Yeah. Double up on the holiness. And you know what else? What? This week that (laughs) happened. Why do you sound so soothing right now? I feel I feel good. I'm. What else happened? Well, and then I'm we'll start tell answering you. questions. So that shirt fax was real popular this week. Shirt fax is blowing up. So many people shirt like fax. It. If you didn't tune in last week for whatever reason, shirt fax is the car fax for your shirt. You pick a shirt and then you you fill out a little library card. Do dad, dad diddly do dad for it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you look back one day, and all of a sudden you have a, a little um, bullet pointed uh, bookmark book report where your shirt's been. Like a little passport. Booger finger. report? Booger report? Bookmark book report. No one said didn't, booger report. Didn't sound like that. Yeah, well, why don't you eat report. your own? You go eat your boogers. Why don't you go eat your own boogers? Boogers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what we decided. You wear a shirt, maybe a flannel, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it has a front pocket, you put a little card in there. You're like, I went to the mall. And then you take out the shirt next time. And you're like, I went to a concert. And then you're going to look back when you're sweaty seven and been like, look at all the shit I did in this shirt. Yeah. And then if you ever give it to a Buffalo Exchange or Goodwill or some shit Send like that. Send it with the shirt facts. Send it with the shirt facts. Shirt facts. Shirt facts. Shirt facts. I like it. Shirt facts. Let's answer some cues. Qu- <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> this counts as the first Do one. Do you? Hold on. I got to play the question music. That didn't even make a sound. Nope. Questions. So, <laughs> so um, you okayed all this music. I know, I did, I did. Okay, I, I, tra- okay. I told you we have the I'm new music. Down. Do you okay these music clips? And you said they're all good. I'm so down. Do you want to hear the music? The questions want to get? Yes, please. I'll just cue it up. Why don't you have it ready? Just have it in hand. Great. Questions. <laughs> Great. Thank you. So how do you feel about asking people awkward questions? All right. Now let me preface this. It is someone you've known for a little while, but you're not super close with. You've never went out and had dinner. Uh, that's a lie. Like work friends? 
no, not my work, friends. So, you know, you have to ask an awkward question and you preface this with, I have to ask you a question that may insult you. Sure. Promise me you won't get mad. Yeah. Do you still ask the question? Well, or do you, you have even to after the attempt? fucking setup. Yeah, but like, like if you have to set it up like that, would you even attempt it? I try to avoid all questions that you have to set up like that. Well, then I guess I really like awkward moments. Okay. All right. Anyway, Nick Hume like asks. That one? Does that one count? <laughs> yeah, that totally counts. Okay. Nick Hume asks Do you believe in life after love? Also, <laughs> favorite thing Rick Astley never, is never going to do. I like that he's never going to desert me. <laughs> That's my Do favorite thing. Never going to hurt me. Never going to hurt you. Never going to hurt it. Desert you. Yeah. Never going to keep. Never going to keep. You never going to keep. I actually Such know that great, song. No, you don't. Stop. Never going to keep. Never going to keep. Never going to keep. Never going to keep. I wish you guys could see his face sometimes when he does shit like this. That's the face I need to make. He closes his eyes and like, never I don't know if you heard that impression, but it was perfect. And I have to close my eyes to get there. Yeah, you're right. To take myself there mentally as a method actor. Yeah. Never going to keep. Never going to keep. Never going to keep. Uh, I believe in life after love. I don't even know. Years later, I don't know what the hell that means. Do I believe in life after love? That's implied. Cher implied that everything good stops when you fall in love. That's what that's what Cher implied. What's your deal, Cher? Cheer up, dog. Yeah. What's the next question? Flip your hair. Never gonna. Never gonna flip your hair. What are your biggest struggles right now? Asks Erica Mulf. The struggle is one of the biggest ones that I'm going through. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just fucking just life, dog. She also asks, what is, what is the biggest thing about getting to interact directly with your fans? The biggest thing? Mm-hmm. What is the biggest thing? What is the biggest thing about getting to interact directly with your fans? I don't know that I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I love that I get to interact with people. People who who watch things and listen to things. Mm -hmm. It's great because we get to – it keeps it interesting. I feel like that's the – I don't know. There's a reason people watch TV shows and there's a reason people watch YouTube shows. And that's because like where the people who make stuff on YouTube are a couple steps closer to you than the TV people are. So it's nice to be able to interact. It's mm-hmm. nice to have that there. Yeah. Uh, never gonna. Uh. Never gonna. Um, Olivia Jocks asks. Olivia Newton Jocks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you are. How do you guys like payback? Oh, the WWE. Oh, I guess everyone who listens to this does watch wrestling. Most people I didn't do. I'm like sorry, it. this is a week late. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I didn't like it at all. I didn't like the last pay-per-view called Payback. 
I don't even really remember what happened. The best thing was the shield in evolution and then shield broke up. I was exhausted, which that was You didn't watch any of it, really. I fell asleep and woke up to an earthquake. I actually think it started pretty good, which is usually the case, but I have no interest in Bray Wyatt versus John Cena. It doesn't Mm -hmm. do anything to me. I think Bray Wyatt needs to choose an accent, and so does John Cena, I think. (laughs) Yeah, he does. And then uh, (laughs) Bray Wyatt needs to stop using Twitter. Yeah, because if he, he would, doesn't believe he would in never it. never do that? Yeah. Well, I don't know if he would believe in it, but he's supposed to be some dude from the bayou riding around on a fan boat kissing alligators on the mouth. Alligators. You don't use Twitter and do that. Damn gators. Anywho. Uh, Tyler asks. Hi, Tyler. What's Thanks stupid? so much for listening. <laughs> right? What stupid things were you into in high school? Uh, Dumb boys. Bush? <gasps> I loved Bush. Does that count? No, that doesn't count. That was cool. <laughs> I loved Bush as well. What dumb things was I into? <laughs> Wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird is like, if you listen to this, you would think I was like diehard wrestling my whole life. But in college and stuff, I didn't watch at all. It was like a long yeah. time I didn't watch. Yeah, you hadn't watched it from like yeah, college oops. till you met me. Yeah. Did I bring back something for you? Did yeah. I ruin something? That, that wrestling spirit. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I'm trying to think. What dumb things? I We fucking uh, on teams, on sports teams, we would like dye our hair. Mm. Oh, you know what? I could honestly say mm-hmm. Limp Biscuit. Oh yeah. There you go. I never you want really some honesty. Three dollar bill, y'all. Their first record was was dope. I and was I'll too stand busy by that. Listening to Cisco. That counts. <laughs> that totally counts. With I, like white hair. The beat go. I like Baby, it like when the beat go. I like it when the booty go. That thong, the thong, thong, Cisco was yeah. a real thing that people spent money on. Right. Next question. Wait, I didn't answer. You all just of said mine. Cisco, dog. No, that's not just the only thing I was into. Velour tracksuits. No, Russell Athletics really, tra- tracksuits. <laughs> really, really long braids that went down past your waist. If you asked Katie O'Toole, she would think she would say that she was afraid of me. I bet when you were little, you had really gangly sideburns. Box. Do you have gangly, I didn't have gangly, gangly girl sideburns? sideburns. No, when little? no. I could see your hair in like a really long ponytail and you, the, with the curly Q sideburns. No. That I don't give an My F My hair sideburns. was like pin straight because there was so much of it and it was <laughs> so heavy. It was ridiculous. But I did shave like – Were you like short my, as a kid? Oh, I was – yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like you, tall it, when I was like five. Going back – returning to previous um, – I was always like the shortest kid in school. Returning to previous things Not that we school. talked about on this show, uh-huh. can I ask you a thing that you can't get mad at me for? That awkward, a potentially question. awkward, uncomfortable. Okay. Did you have a big head when you were little? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you because my my, my <laughs> sisters fucking torture me about that shit. There's a picture of us when we were like I was probably like two or three. Yeah, same size head. And Violet is like holding, is standing behind Violta, 
with like holding her, like yeah. her arms were over her shoulders and I'm like off to the side and I just like look like a bobblehead, <laughs> <laughs> just like this big old head with this tiny ass body. Yeah. I could see you having the same size head always. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that's how that We didn't even end. get to this week's fucking questions. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? Those are so last. Those were last week's questions. Lackadaisical Andy over here on the questions. We were having a good time. I was having a good time. Did you have a good time? Yeah, I was filling your big head with laughs. Kiss my ass. (laughs) Kiss my big ass. Listen, you did great. You did great. Guys, thank you so much for listening to to our podcast. Thank you so, so much. I had a great time. I I always have a great time. Our podcast. podcast. Thank you. Um, Thank you not only to our loyal listeners, but our loyal Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Mike Falzone is a tipping and rewards website. There are several people who contribute every week to this podcast to make it absolutely free for everybody else. And uh, they're so awesome, and we like to give them a little bit of our time. There are different um, rewards and stuff, different tiers of rewards that you could um, go ahead and purchase, and uh, it helps the show. It helps us go ahead and keep the lights on over here at the studios. I hear you yawning. I hashtag can yawn. Yawn. I just yawn. Don't hashtag yawn. Hashtag yawn, y'all. So anyway. Let me know. Um, <laughs> why are you so gangster? Tweet. Like, you know? <laughs> Let me know, dog. Yawn life. Tweet at me, yo. Yo, watched like three episodes of Game of Thrones last night. Stayed up way later than I should have. Okay, yawn life. When you start watching Game of Thrones at 7 and if, it's 11 o'clock and it's too late. If I was a rapper, I'd be Wyclef Yawn. I can't believe you didn't laugh at that. <laughs> All right, man. So I want to uh, shout out our Patreon sponsors. This is the $10 group. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. We have a lot of once-a-month people in here, which is a, uh, another option that you could do on this Patreon site. This is our $10 group. Uh, they give us 10 bucks, and we uh, give them a little bit of our time on Skype if they so choose to talk to us. Dan Cock, thank you for uh, 20th week in a row having the greatest name uh, especially out of the people who support the podcast. Kate, yeah. almost Lindsay Kate, who has been with us since the beginning. Uh, Matthew J. Palka, everybody Palka. We have your brother Palka in there. Dots. Yep. Joseph Palka, or as I like to call them, the Palka Dots. Felicia Shimari, who is now a podcast celebrity. Who I can't wait to meet in yeah, person. At VidCon. Did you not meet her? No. Oh. I wasn't on tour. I wasn't invited. Oh, well, I'm awesome. Hmm. Kodahi, what up, yeah. dog? How are you? I'll wait for your answer. Uh, <laughs> Brad Cover, uh, who just invited us to Legoland, which is a real place that exists. Did you know that? I, I didn't know it was in San Diego. Christina, thank you so much for listening to the show. With your ears, loving us with your arms. Kamal, thank you so much. Taylor, thank you so much. Aaron, Mole. Um, happy birthday. Aaron, happy birthday. Don't mole the wool over my eyes. Really? Because I know that you're spoiling the podcast. You're spoiling it. 
Uh, who else? Steven Gleason. Oh. What up, dog? Thank you so much. Severex, a.k.a. Liam, over there in Scotland. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Caitlin Marsh. Caitlin Marsh. Talk to Caitlin today. How are ye? And then over there in the $1 group, we have such uh, debutantes as uh, – debutantes. I don't know what I'm saying. Really? <laughs> Hank Green just yeah. changed his pledge from like $1 to $5 a show. Thank you. So thank you. Hankery Green, which is, of course, his full name. Hankery. Hankery Green. Um, we also have our Patreon sponsors, which is uh, the $50 group. And uh, that's when we shout out something for you or advertise for you uh, on the podcast. So here's that group. Kevin Whitting, who's been with us since the beginning, uh, penned a book. Called In Pain We Trust uh, about the issue of doctor patient advocacy, and he wrote that with his mom. And there's a plane going by. Hey, safe journeys to that plane. Am I right? Yeah. Hopefully, the pilot right. is um, a good pilot. Yeah. I don't know. Was that seamless? That was. It seemed not. like good improv. That was great. I heard a plane, and You're I was like. Great. Hope the pilot's finish? great. Okay. Really great. Uh, Kevin Whitting. Uh, the book is called in pain, in pain We Trust, and it is available at Amazon. And they also have a Facebook group, and go check them out. And also Rachel Chateaubriand, Chateaubriand. a.k.a. Scooterson on Twitter. Go check her out. See what she has to say with your eyes yeah. and understand it with your mind. That's and really then great. if you... That's you read real it, deep, man. And then you love it yeah. if you want. You guys, These are all just you, options. Thank you so much. Yeah. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. Yeah. I want to dance with your smiles. What do you think? I'm smiling. All right. I'm going to dance with it. You want to end this one with a swear, coffee girl? Sure. Great. You Shit. Okay. <laughs>